Rest in peace, Miss Yolanda. We only got to meet and speak a few times, maybe a handful of times, but the way Sherman speaks so highly of you and the way I know your other children love you, it was a sad day when I found out that you passed. I know you up in heaven looking down, you know, watching over them and making sure that they got an angel. You left behind so many positive memories and people really loved you. Rest in peace, Miss Yolanda. I couldn't even start the episode off without saying that. Thank you for clicking that link, opening your app, and pressing play. You are now tuned into the Gemini in Me podcast, and I am your host, the Shive Geek. This is episode 18, and it's called Summer's Over. On today's docket, we're going to talk about what happened to me this summer. It was a crazy-ass summer. And I'm explaining to y'all why I took the hiatus that I did. Stay tuned. Hear me out. I'm going to keep it all the way, G. I'm super conflicted right now with the podcast because my original vision for what I wanted the Gemini Emmy podcast to be is different from what life is shaping it up to be. You know what I mean? And when I say that, I mean that the Gemini Emmy podcast is supposed to be about hip-hop and all the main hip-hop stories of the week. Uh, Any rap album that came out, I review it. Or any rap song that came out, I review it. Or just anything happening in mainstream that even slightly pertains to hip-hop. You know what I mean? with a little bit of comic news, a little bit of um, video game shit, pop culture shit, like just anything interesting in my world, you know what I'm saying, the Gemini and me. But it's like the last couple podcasts to me have been great. They've been fucking amazing because I just, I've been staying true to myself and I've been talking about what's near and dear to my heart. You know what I mean? And lately hip hop isn't what's near and dear to my heart. What's near and dear to my heart is just getting out my personal feelings and basically treating this shit like a fucking... I ain't going to say diary, but just like a journal, you know what I mean, to keep you up to date on what's going on in my life, because it'd be some crazy shit going on in my life. 50%, like, half the time I can't even talk about the shit on here because it's too real, and what I say can have blowback and repercussions on other people's lives, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not even worried about this shit for me, but it's like, I can't even 100% be myself. But like I said, I'm at a crossroads because, you know, it's the way that I envision the podcast to be as far as like that hip-hop podcast but then it's like the other side it's like just wanting to be real and want to be raw and just want to talk about me but see the issue with that is it's one thing that's been on my mind lately like ever since i want to say april it's like one thing that's been on my mind day in day out when i wake up i'm thinking about it throughout the day i'm thinking about it even when i'm at work i'm thinking about it when i go to sleep i'm thinking about it when i'm on social media i'm thinking about it when i'm eating food i'm thinking about it when i'm just fucking chilling it's like the shit just fucking consumes my entire life and it's probably because i haven't said what's going on publicly i haven't said it out loud i haven't i've been holding off doing the podcast because of this very reason because i don't want to make all my podcasts about this and i know that don't make sense to y'all but it makes sense to me and as long as it makes sense to me and i can translate the shit smooth enough for y'all to not be like lost i'm good i don't want all my podcasts to be about that so that's why i've been holding off on doing the podcast but even now in my return podcast it's like I wish y'all could see me smile. <laughs> I really wish y'all could see me smiling, man. This shit is fucking crazy. Like, I feel like I'm going fucking crazy. Like, I'm fucking cuckoo or bananas or some shit. But, yeah, man, this is a Gemini in Me podcast. And today with this episode or tonight or whenever you listen to this in the morning, in the afternoon, in the daytime, when you're running, when you're at work, when you're in a car, I don't care. Wherever you're listening to this at, I just thank you for listening.
it was a lot, man. I went through a lot this past summer. Um, it made me, I got hardened. I feel like I got a little bit wiser. I got a little bit smarter. Um, I know who I have in my corner now. I know who I can trust. I know who I can't trust. It was a lot of people that I let go of, and that doesn't mean like it's a fuck you, but it's a lot of people right now that I got love for that I just don't plan on having conversations with ever again, and that's friends and family. That's what this episode is about to be about, man. So this is me choosing to address shit publicly because I can't address it privately. Because niggas cut themselves off from communication. So I'm going to put it on a public forum. And whatever come behind that, come behind that. Now, you asked me, you said, yo, could you please not talk about me on your podcast no more? I said, huh? You said, yeah, bro, like, you know, that's your baby. I can't tell you what to do with it, but just keep me out of it. I said, bet, say less, right? I've done that so far. That was a couple months ago. And now it is September, it's the beginning of September. I feel like my issue with you is this and this only. Regardless of all the goofy shit you did or the goofy shit that you feel like I did. Matter of fact, I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm I'm going to just keep it a beam, my nigga. We're going to keep it 100%. Whatever issue you got with me as a man, that's cool. I'm not against being wrong. I'm not against apologizing. I'm not against saying, say, bro, I fucked up. Maybe I shouldn't have done this and maybe I shouldn't have done that. Not against none of that shit. If you had issues with the fucking podcast, my nigga, you could have told me you had issues with the podcast. And I would have edited that part out because you my nigga. I got love for you. That's what friends do. You know what I mean? But don't be passive. Like, don't say you love the shit when you hit it. And then when you, you know, saying you sat down and you settled with it, then now you got an issue with it. And you still didn't say edit the shit out. Like I said, if you would have said edit the shit out, the shit would have been taken out. But again, the big issue for me is whatever issues you have, my nigga, you have to say that. You can't just, as men, nigga, like, if you got an issue with another man, that's your partner, nigga, say that, bro. Let's have a conversation. It don't always got to be some rah, rah, rah shit, my nigga. It can simply be, yo, my nigga, let me pull you to the side. I feel like this. I feel like that. I feel like you did this. You did that. I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? We can hash that shit out, my nigga. Like, every every fucking disagreement don't got to lead to confrontation, my nigga. Like, and I would hope that that's not how you think about me as a person or how you view my personality or how you think about me, my nigga, because that's, that's not me. I'm not like that, my nigga. I love my friends to the utmost. I hold my friends to the highest standard. I love my friends. You know what I mean? Like, my friends are really all I got. So I'm definitely not going to be the type to bark on a nigga or whatever that is. So it's like that whole, that, that shutdown shit. I don't like that shutdown shit from nobody. I don't like that shit, bro. You, that, that go and go shit, that's not something I can fuck with. You know what I mean? And I could say, okay, maybe it was because you showed me the, you know what I'm saying, or whatever shawty and the nigga wasn't, you know what I'm saying, really woo 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 because she wasn't our skin tone. I don't know. I don't know, my nigga. Like, I don't know what it is or what it was, but I do know it's kind of like, I feel like it's hypocritical for you to be like, if I tell you, all right, my nigga, me and Shardy not vibing right now, uh, you know what I'm saying, Shardy says, oh, my nigga, like, what you doing, nigga, you tripping, nigga, why you tripping over, blah, 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 when it's like, my nigga, you was just, nigga, I was just with you when you was, when you needed to show them, my nigga, what is you saying, my nigga, if I say, I, you know what I'm saying, I'm feeling like this, and you tell, oh, man, you tripping, don't fuck them over, my nigga, don't, but you was just tripping over yours, and I was there for you, I ain't call you stupid. I ain't saying, my nigga, why you tripping over it? You know what I mean? So it's just like, that shit, I don't get that. You know what I mean? And then it's like, for you, my nigga, I expect more from you, my nigga, because I view you as a real nigga. 
Listen to these words, nigga. Play this shit back, my nigga. I view you as a real nigga, nigga. That's why I'm disappointed in your actions, my nigga. Straight up. Like, we don't got to talk ever again, my nigga. You don't even, you don't, you don't got to hit my line. I ain't got to hit your line. You know what I mean? Like, I go the rest of my life without talking to you. But that memory in my head is going to be, okay, besides the goofy shit that nigga did, that nigga is a real nigga. And I would hope it's the same on this end, my nigga. But like I said, I'm just addressing this shit on the public forum because <clears throat> this disappearance shit, this ghost shit, you know what I mean? And that shit is weird to a nigga. I don't understand it. You know what I mean? So that's that. That's how I feel about that, my nigga. And if it is a conversation that you feel like you want to have or you need to have or whatever, my nigga, hit me. But aside from that, my nigga, I'm good. Life is good. Life is cool. Niggas is alive. Now, something else I want to address is a friend. Not even a friend. If I'm going to keep it a buck. A family member of mine. This nigga don't hit me. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's cool. Like, you know what I'm saying? A nigga did some shit a couple years ago that was kind of like, ah, I don't, you know what I mean? Kind of made a nigga fall back on it, but that shit is what it is. You know what I mean? But it's like, for you to hit me, after me and got into that argument and been, you know what I'm saying, to figure out what was going on, that's cool. But to know, you know, oh, nigga that had an accident with the car, nigga fucked up, whatever, nigga, whatever, whatever, like, you don't call and check up on a nigga. It's like, damn, but that shit weird. And it's like, do I be giving niggas that weird energy? It's like, my nigga, like, we family, my nigga, we blood, my nigga, what is you doing? <laughs> like, this shit is just so crazy to me how I feel like niggas just... I don't know, bro. Maybe I'm just not a fucking top priority. Maybe niggas, people look at me like, you know, DJ Good. He don't need to check on him. But it's like, I feel like it's weird. And for y'all that don't understand, I'm saying like that I had gotten to a wreck. He knew a nigga was fucked up. He ain't reach out. Yo, DJ, how you doing? What's good, my niggas? Everything okay? Well, none of that. But he heard a nigga got into one of our ANTs. And it's like, oh, you called me to, you know, for the for the 401 on the T or the gossip. And it's like... Getting off the phone, it's like, damn, my nigga, you know I got into a wreck with Trent but you heard about me getting into a, you know, her, and you call, and it's like, damn, my nigga, like, what happened to the love, my nigga, like, where's the, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it ain't just me, my nigga, and it's like a lot of that shit, it's been a lot of that shit this summer. Like, I spent a lot of time in that room just fucking alone and fucking miserable and crying and fucking depressed and shit, my nigga. And like I said, thank God I had one person to keep me going and, you know what I'm saying, that kept me sane and just kept me motivated into not doing no brash shit, but it's like, it's been a long-ass fucking summer. And again, I'm not mad at these people. Like, I love everybody. We don't have to talk every day. We don't have to talk at all. I love everybody. I'm cool with everybody. I don't got no issues. It's just be certain shit that I see and I be like, sometimes niggas make me feel like I'm the realest nigga. You know what I mean? Because of my integrity my morals, how I'm not switching up on niggas, how I'm not out here talking bad about niggas even though we not cool no more. Like, I just seen, I seen one chick, right? Shit crazy. I seen a chick get mad at her partner for doing some shit that she felt like was out of... And within going on a rant about said chick, she didn't say some foul shit that's going against... So it's like, I, just, I don't know, man. This summer just... I really seen like a lot of weird shit out of people and that's not to say that them people are not real you know niggas make mistakes and people say things they don't mean and people do shit that they shouldn't do and that don't make you fake or phony it's just I don't want to give nobody the ammunition to say I'm fake or fraudulent about nothing you know what I mean like when you speak on my name even when I'm not in the room I would hope that it's that nigga's a stand up nigga that nigga's a nigga that stand on his word. That nigga's a nigga that stand on principle. That nigga has integrity. That's what I need the fucking statement to me 
that's what I need a statement about me to be about, even when I'm not in the room, because I feel like that's what I fucking strive for. That's what I, that's, that's what I do that. Like, that's who I am, bro. Like, I'm not out here fucking over nobody, bro. I'm not out here, like, fucking over people, talking greasy about niggas, on, or talking greasy about niggas that I wouldn't say to their face. Let's say it like that. Like, whatever I can say about you behind your back, believe that we, I, can, I can have that conversation to you to your face and we can deal with that. You know what I mean? So, again, I'm a nigga that really just, I'm big on morals and integrity and, like, just being a stand-up guy, but, like, that's just who I am and that's that's just who I strive to fucking be at all times, period, point, blank, my nigga. Although I wear my heart on my sleeve, I suppress a lot of shit in my day-to-day life. I look at it like, if I don't suppress these negative feelings, if I allow them to, like, surface, then I walk around angry and bitter and, like, just upset at the world. And that's not good for nobody because that'll put me in a depressive state. And if I'm depressed and I'll start thinking violent, and if I start thinking violent, then 10 times out of 10, I'm gonna go do some irrational shit and I probably won't be here no more. I said to say... I dealt with a lot this past summer from heartbreak to loneliness. I felt betrayed. I felt abandoned. It was a lot, you know what I mean? Like literally just in that room going through it. Like it was plenty nights I cried. My best friend seen me, or not even seen me, but heard me crying on the phone for the first time this past summer. Like I cried multiple times <laughs> to Liz on the phone. Like I cried to Haley this past summer. I cried to Rachel this past summer. It's like I just I cried about Alyssa because I just felt guilty, even though I was going through all the shit that I was going through. I still felt like I wasn't being a good enough friend for her this past summer. And again, that comes from me trying to be like a stand-up nigga and just having you know integrity and 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 just trying to always do the right thing and try to abide by your people you know what I mean because I feel like you were nothing without your friends you were nothing without the people that was there for you when you didn't have anything and vice versa so it's like it was just a lot that I went through this summer I felt like I was emotionally broken down mentally drained and I had to restart and start that shit over but I also believe that that only happens when you're destined for greatness. And I've said this on this podcast before when I said it in real life. Not that the podcast is in real life. But I genuinely feel like I'm destined for greatness. I don't feel like I'm destined to live a mundane life. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like I was put on this earth for a greater purpose than to just work and pay bills. And not that there's anything wrong with that because everybody isn't going to be like a superstar or like some public speaker or like some icon or important person. That's not everybody's role. But I feel feel like my voice is a voice that's supposed to be heard by the world. My thoughts are going to influence others in a positive way and bring about positivity and just great things. You know what I mean? Like, I genuinely feel like that. Like, like I, I, I really feel like I was just born to do greater things and bring about positive change, man, and teach people how to do better. And like me, I, I try to do better every day. But I bring that back to the whole... I try not to wear the negative thoughts on my sleeves because if you let that shit consume you, that shit will fucking eat you alive. I can't go my day-to-day thinking, okay, I'm fucking in this position basically because I let myself, I let my finances fail because of my relationship, because of me trying to help out. And now she's in a good situation and I look at me and now I look at how my wages are being garnished. I'm working my ass off every week, but I'm only making half what I'm supposed to be making. I'm damn near homeless because I'm sleeping in the, I'm living week to week at this fucking room. 
I just had a wreck that wasn't my fault because I was trying to go to work to make some more money so I could fucking provide to be in a room, but a nigga fucking hit me because he was texting and driving and fucking drinking and driving. So it's like you got heartbreak, you're broke, you're homeless, and you don't have a car. I can't think about that shit on a fucking daily, you know what I mean? Like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I can't allow all those four thoughts to fester and just live on the surface level. I just can't. That's that's too much. You know what I'm saying? That's too much. So it's like a lot of shit I suppress. Thank God that I'm, I was able to deal with the shit individually. But it's like it was moments where the shit would pile up and I would just think about everything going on. And yeah, a nigga would break down. A nigga would cry. A nigga would be depressed. A nigga would be sad. But you best believe that next fucking day I got my ass up, got my ass up out of bed, went my ass to work. I ain't never missed no work because of that shit. I ain't never missed no social settings because of that shit. I did not do my podcast because of that shit. Even when I was fucking sad, my nigga, like, I still recorded the podcast, edited the podcast, promoted the podcast, got mad, up, worked my little 35 or 40 hours. I have many fucking hours. That nigga scheduled me. I still did the shit. You know what I mean? So I say all that to say, you can get through anything, my nigga. We can get past anything, like anything you can get through, my nigga. I feel like I done been to hell and back, literally. The only thing I ain't do is get fucking shot or go to fucking jail. I feel like everything else had happened to a nigga though and I'm still here. I'm still right here talking to you right now, letting you know that regardless of what's going on in your life, regardless of how life throws curveballs at you or what else, whatever's going on, like you can get through that shit. Now, let me also say that I had help. I met somebody this past summer and she was like, a light in the darkness. She made me forget, not even forget about, but when everything that was going on that was bad, she just was positivity and she was good. And I fell in love with her energy. She made me want to, con- I don't know, but she just made this shit worth going through, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Shout out to her because without her friendship, without her energy, without any of that, it would have been even harder, but talking to her, having conversations with her, you know, exchanging energy with her, all that shit was just cool and I'm so, 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 so grateful and so thankful for that because I know sometimes when people hit rock bottom, they don't have anybody. Me, luckily, I still had my best friend. I still had Sherman. Um, Like I said, I was able to rekindle my friendship with Alyssa towards the end. I still had Rachel to talk to and bounce shit off of and cry to. I still had people in my corner and that's why I always say like I love my fucking friends, man. That shit means the world to me because I know personally I'm a difficult-ass person to do with like I know that <laughs> like I'm not easy to get along with I don't I mean I think I'm easy to get along with but it's like I know I have my ways I'm very self-aware like I know I have my ways about me that would everybody might not want to deal with me you know what I mean like me at my core the essence of me like the like me but I'm thankful for my friends and I'm just thankful for the woman that I met because again she just made the summer so much more easier to get through and I just don't know what I would have done. Like, I just, I don't know what I would have done if I hadn't met her and hadn't befriended her and hadn't, you know, been able to exchange energy with her and just bounce shit off of and hang out and laugh and have good times and be able to take my mind off that shit. So shout out to her. So now I'm not in Georgia anymore. I'm not in the room. I recently moved back to New Orleans and I'm at my dad's for the time being the get myself together and stack my paper up and see what the next move is going to be. And being here is like a world's apart from <laughs> where I was. Like, And you know, with, with all the good comes some bullshit, like in Georgia, 
in Atlanta, well, not Atlanta, but in Douglasville, like, my job shit, like, was A1. That was super good, but my living situation was kind of like, ah. And now it's like being here, like, my living situation is A1, but transferring chum buckets from Douglasville to New Orleans is, like, crazy, so I had to get another job, and I start that job in a couple of days, so seemed like it's going to be pretty cool so far, but, you know, just to catch y'all up on what was going on with me, man, it's been a long summer. It's been a hard summer. I lost some friends, made a couple new friends. Shout out to Miss Pat. I can't believe I went this whole fucking podcast without talking. Shout out Miss fucking Pat, man. Shout out Miss Pat. Um, happy birthday, Shan. You know, I texted you, but you ain't texting me back, so I'm gonna put it on a public platform, even though you're never gonna listen to this fucking podcast, and Pat not gonna need it, but it's cool. Into the podcast, I thank you for listening. I appreciate you. And shout out to my beacon of light. You know, I'm forever grateful for you. And it's like, you know, we be having conversations, so you know how I feel about you and shit. I ain't even got to say this shit on the public phone, but I am super, 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 super grateful to have met you and just thank you. You know what I'm saying? I say that shit in private. I say that shit public. I'm just grateful to have met you and I thank you for everything you've done because you showed me that there is life. There is life after my past situation, so... Thank you, man. I appreciate that. You inspire me. I love your ambition. I love your drive. I don't even got to tell you that shit, man. You know how I feel about you, man. You know, that shit is what it is. So, again, one time for friendship, two times for sanity, and three times for the Gemini and Me podcast. I'm your host, Ashaf Geek. Thank you for listening to me rant. Thank you for listening to me tell these personal tales. Again, I just appreciate y'all for listening. If you got this far, thank you. (music) 